My crazy entitled parents demand that I trade houses with them because they were jealous that mine was better. But when I said no, they retaliated by breaking into my house and stealing my belongings. Things were so bad that I had to get the police involved just to confront them for what they did. Here's what happened. I'm going to start this off by saying that if you have a house and don't have cameras installed, get cameras. I have some now and I wish I had some sooner. I live in a pretty typical manufactured home in Arizona. My parents also live in one just a few streets over. Despite how close we are, I'm very limited contact because they are just plain bad people. They treated me okay as a kid, but things changed as soon as I was in my late teens. I was expected to do more and pay my way as soon as I finished high school. That was fair. I was an adult by then after all, but my parents wanted a lot more in rent than I would have to pay if I got my own apartment. I would have basically had next to nothing left for my monthly paycheck if I had given them exactly what they wanted, which was just ridiculous. So I refused to give them more than a fair amount, plus a share in the utilities. And I started buying my own food as well. My father openly said that this was not good enough, and my parents actually filed official paperwork to evict me when I refused to cater to their demands. I left home and got an apartment with my best friend. Five years later, I bought my own house in a neighborhood not far from my parents. It's just a manufactured home on a small property, but it was so cheap that I couldn't turn it down, and my monthly mortgage isn't bad either. I even moved my best friend in to help me cover the bills. We were already used to living in a small space as it is, and the house gave us much more room. I may even let another friend move in to get some more rent money for the mortgage because we've only got one room that's actually left unused right now since the house is a three-bedroom. My parents, though, somehow didn't like my independence from them. I mean, did they want me to fail or something? I honestly don't know, but the incident that caused the very limited contact was when they demanded that I traded houses with them. Yes, you read that correctly. They actually wanted me to trade houses. Their manufactured home is smaller and older than mine and has one less bedroom and their yard is smaller too. Not that either of us have any grass. It is Arizona after all. When they first saw my place, they looked incredibly upset. After a couple more visits, my father actually said that it wasn't fair that I was doing better than him and that according to him, I was rubbing my nicer house in their faces. My house is literally just an old manufactured home in one of the hottest states in the US. Like seriously, what's there to brag about? But I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they actually demanded we traded houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally fell onto the couch laughing when they said that. And I couldn't help but join in. But my father said it was not funny. He then demanded that he should get what he wants. When I recovered my composure, I said he and my mother were not entitled to my house or anything I own for that matter. I then told them to get lost. After that, we barely spoke. And then the pandemic hit, which really didn't change my life much. I like the peace and quiet, and my friend knows to leave me alone most of the time. My father, however, got laid off, and he struggled to find another job. He ended up finding something local for half a year before getting a better paying job. He worked at a type of grocery store, and boy did I get a kick out of seeing him there when I was shopping for my groceries. But as much as I hate him, I'm not going to call him a bad employee. He actually did fine. But during that time, he and my mother kept calling me and asking for money and I know what you're thinking. Don't lend them anything. But they didn't want loans. They wanted handouts. Why, you may be asking? Because they raised me and I apparently owed them. I said if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, they shouldn't have had one. A few weeks ago, my mother called me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window AC unit finally stopped working. I told them I was not giving them anything and they were too cheap to replace the old AC unit for a long time. So I wasn't going to buy them a new one. I refused. My mother then started complaining 
about how I had two in my house and that I could at least give them one. And long story short, I basically said, no, I'm not giving it to you and you can go buy another one when you save money on the beer and cigarettes you keep buying. I thought that was the end of it, but no, it gets much worse. A few days later, I came home from work to find my house had been broken into. My front door locks were drilled out and both my window AC units were gone. Nothing else was stolen, but they went out of their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason, probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something like that. But after seeing what was missing, I knew it had to have been my parents. And so I did the only thing I could think of and I called the police. I told the police that I heavily suspected my parents of the theft because they acted entitled to my stuff, even though I'm a fully grown man that doesn't live with them. I went with the police to my parents' house and sure enough, they had both my AC units going in their windows. When confronting my parents, they obviously denied the theft. They claimed they already owned the AC units, but thankfully statements from the neighbors said otherwise. But my parents still denied the theft. I bought both AC units used online years ago, which means I had no receipts for them. So I figured my only option was to look for witnesses in my own neighborhood. And as luck would have it, a neighbor across the street has security cameras. And the edge of one of them caught just enough to see my parents showing up in my father's truck. My father could be seen walking with a cordless power drill in hand. And a few minutes later, they came back to the truck with my AC units. Then they went back to ransack my place, I guess. With this evidence in hand, the police had cause to arrest my parents. At first, both of them acted like they'd done nothing wrong, but I convinced the police to let me do the talking. I said they could either return the AC units to my home and clean up the mess that they made, or I would let the police arrest them both right there. They'd already stolen to me, they lied to the police, they trespassed and vandalized my house, they broke my front door locks, and there was video evidence of what they'd done. If I pressed charges, they were both going to jail for sure. My parents looked deflated, then asked for a moment to talk with each other in their bedroom. I heard a lot of shouting from the both of them, and I could hear my mother yelling that my father was an idiot, which he is, by the way, and he was trying to blame me in turn. After about five minutes of that, they came back out looking even more deflated and said they'll return the AC units and stop bothering me for money if I didn't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy new locks for my front door as well, and then I wanted written apologies from both of them on top of that. They begrudgingly agreed and even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put the AC units back in my windows and then left my mother to clean up the huge mess they made while he went out to buy some replacement locks for my front door. He was gone about an hour and came back with a new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob and deadbolt. Then he had to help my mother finish cleaning. During this time, I let the two cops just sit and watch them while drinking soda. After everything was cleaned up, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and a pencil, then told them to write out apologies to me for what they'd done. My father looked especially upset and said I was treating him like a child. I said he was acting like one and never stopped treating me like a child either. This was just me holding him accountable, which of course he doesn't like, and I could have sent him to jail, but I felt like this was better for teaching him a lesson. He then kind of snorted and started writing. My mother wrote out a good apology, but my father's was pretty halfway done and passive-aggressive, but I didn't care. It seemed to destroy him a little bit inside to have to do it, and when he was done, he left without speaking to me. My mother said she was sorry and that she'd leave me alone, then followed after him. The two cops said they thought the whole thing was hilarious and then thanked me for giving them an excuse to take a break while on the job before leaving. Not long after, I shelled out to get some cameras for the exterior of my house. So if someone tries to break in again, I'll get it on video this time. I only have two cameras, but added a couple more fake ones that look real enough just to scare people.
people off. Thankfully, I haven't heard a peep from my parents. But their next door neighbor told me that they bought a new AC unit. I guess they had money for one after all. Makes me wonder how under the influence they truly were when they thought it was a good idea to steal from me. Maybe having lean pockets for a while would teach them. But then again, that's asking for quite a bit. The original poster is absolutely amazing. They handled this perfectly and definitely taught their parents a lesson. These entitled parents actually broke into his house. You know, the house that they were jealous of, drilled a hole through the locks, and stole two AC units as well as trashed the place. The criminal nature of that is just absolutely disgusting. But it looks like revenge really did come the original poster's way as he taught his parents a lesson that no, you can't break into my house and you cannot get what you want. Otherwise, there's going to be consequences. I am upset that my boyfriend of two and a half years never cooks and I honestly don't know what to do. For background, my boyfriend and I just moved in together a little over a month ago, even though we've been together for the past two and a half years. Since I was done with university a year early, I had lived on my own for the past year. He would come over every weekend and I would do the cooking. I had attempted to get him involved with baking as well as cooking or grocery shopping and he expressed every time how much he absolutely dreaded them. His attitude during grocery shopping was always negative. He was always bored or exhausted. There had been times where he would rage quit through the cooking process and would walk off just to watch a YouTube video instead of helping me finish the cooking. He has never wanted nor tried to learn how to cook anything other than chicken, rice, and steamed vegetables. I had to be the one to teach him many cooking-related tasks, such as the different types of ways to cook eggs, simple recipes, how to make a Caesar salad, or anything like that. When he was living at home, his parents did let him fend for himself sometimes, but he always ended up cooking easy-to-go meals like pasta with sauce or frozen pizza. Because of this, we talked about splitting the cooking responsibilities 50-50 when we decide to move in together. He talked about how he would finally have the freedom and the drive to learn how to cook, and for the most part, I believed him. Fast forward to now, and we have started doing online pickup to save time as he hates grocery shopping just about as much as he hates cooking. The kitchen we have is twice the size of my old apartment, so there is a lot of room for creativity, which is what I have been doing. In fact, I have been the one to orchestrate grocery shopping and 85% of the cooking since we moved in together. The other night, I finally let it out and was extremely upset. We discussed last week that this specific week would be 100% his cooking week, and I would do all the dishes. He had all of the recipes three days in advance because I sent them to him. Both recipes are chicken recipes that he decided on. However, come the first night, the entire situation fell flat, and he was just one big ball of negativity. For one and a half hours of making chicken parmesan, he just kept cursing and repeatedly saying how much he hated this on repeat. I ended up serving myself at 8 o'clock at night and making my own salad, which by the way, only took about three steps. This was because after I pulled the chicken out of the oven, he rage quit and took a 20-minute shower while the chicken was getting cold. After we finished eating, we had an argument. I explained that I was upset because I had been cooking for both of us for the past three weeks and I couldn't go one night without having to step in to help. As a side note, this was also after I had washed all the dishes. He told me that I couldn't claim the last three weeks because a lot of the food that I heated up for dinner was frozen or thawing out, even though I explained to him that it was easy because I spent hours on the weekend prior making the food. He said heating up a frozen pizza was the equivalent of heating up pulled pork. He explained to me that he would be fine cooking frozen pizzas or ramen every time he needed to cook, but I tried to tell him that that isn't healthy at all. I told him that I understand that as an easy meal every now and then, but I shouldn't be the one to cook all the big balance meals while he got the pizzas and ramen. I'm really stumped on what to do. He told me multiple times how much he despises cooking, and I have told him multiple times how unhappy I am feeding the both of us 
all the time. He now wants to learn how to make my slow cooker pulled pork and chili. Is this a first step in the right direction? Or is this just an easy way out? Because maybe pulled pork and chili would feed two people for about nine days. But what about the other days of the month? Should I just let him start slow like this, even though I'll still be taking care of most of the complex meals for most of the month? I need suggestions because it's honestly mentally and physically exhausting, and I honestly don't know what to do. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, a slow cooker really is a step in the right direction because those things are super easy. You quite literally just throw it in and it pretty much does the job for you. So if anything, maybe get him a bunch of recipes that he might like and teach him how to use the slow cooker as a way for him to start cooking. At the end of the day, though, I don't think you can make him like cooking. It sounds like he really just likes the cheap, easy, frozen stuff that you can just heat up and eat really quick, which for some people, that's probably enough. But this is a genuine concern of yours. And it's really disappointing to see that he's not taking this seriously. So hopefully having a slow cooker could put him in the right direction. And with enough recipes, maybe you can diversify this enough where it's not only something that can be filling and good, but also something that's healthy. Because otherwise, eating pizza and ramen every single night is going to get old really fast and probably cause some serious health problems later down the line. My boyfriend takes his stress out on me, and I'm not sure how to deal with this or what to do. We have been struggling recently after over 
five years of being together. Our conversations can sometimes be tense and borderline argumentative. I often feel like I am treading on eggshells, trying to avoid a bad reaction from him. Very often, he makes fun of what I say, repeating back what I said in a whining baby voice. We had a big talk recently about some money issues that he has caused, resulting in problems of us being able to buy a house together. He hid all of these financial issues from me, and he did this for about a year, and this greatly upsets me. I also mentioned these other behaviors, letting him know that it makes me feel like he doesn't even like me. I said that I cannot live with this for the rest of my life if this is how he's going to act. He said that the whining imitations of me was to try and let me know what I sounded like, saying that he doesn't like it when I whine. He also said he was upset with me because I hardly initiate with him, which makes him feel unwanted. I agree that I could do better in that department, but I also feel that it is hard to initiate with someone who acts like they don't like you. We have now come to a money agreement, but he said that his behavioral issues are due to stress and that he'll try and improve them. He doesn't hate me and he feels awful for the way he talks to me. One big problem is that he lost his dad very unexpectedly and traumatically earlier this year. This has left him with a great deal of stress as he has no others in his family that can take control of the estate issues. While I sympathize with his situation, I explained to him that stress was no excuse to be disrespectful to each other. I also lost my father almost two years ago now, and I am still very much grieving terribly. He was there for me then and was a great support, and I want to continue to do the same for him now. But I also said that we are going to encounter many stressful situations in our lives together, and we need to be on each other's side when this happens. The next few weeks after this big talk went pretty well. I felt much happier, and I felt as if he was happier too. But now it's starting to slip. This past weekend, all my fears were reawakened. I felt as if he was relentlessly imitating me in a whining voice. Even though I have tried my best not to do anything that will cause him to do this, every conversation we had felt really tense. I did not feel like being physical with him all weekend because of this. I now feel very worried about moving in with him, as well as even buying a house together when I feel this way. I feel like he's the only one that is truly there for me in my life, and without his support, I feel very alone in the world. I love him very much, and I am scared I am losing him. I don't know whether to call out his behaviors, or to just wait it out until things settle down, or should I maybe make a better effort on my side to comfort him and to initiate with him. He's hurting a lot, and perhaps that is what I should focus on. I am just so sick of putting up with all these behaviors for the past four months. What should I do? I would be very annoyed with this type of behavior as well. And you're right, I understand that he's grieving, but the way he's acting is inappropriate. And honestly, I would not move in with him until this is addressed. It also sounds like a lot of his behavior is incredibly abusive. You walk on eggshells and you try to avoid conversations, all to avoid the negative reaction that you know you're going to get out of him. That's really not healthy in my opinion. And he hid the fact that he was messing around with your finances and ruining your chances at buying a house, which probably is the universe saying, hey, whoa, wait a second. You do not want to move in with this guy just yet. From my perspective, he sounds like a basket case and these behavioral issues are definitely something that he needs to work out. Otherwise, I can see this relationship falling apart and from the sounds of it, it's definitely going to be his fault. My sister is giving me the silent treatment and I don't know what to do about this or how to handle it. So my sister is giving me wild silent treatment right now. Her husband invited my family over for a barbecue last weekend and she straight up avoided me and ignored me and my family the entire time. Her husband, her mother-in-law, and her kids and I all had positive interactions, but I have no idea what's going on. I used to live with her and before I had my daughter, we were very close. Like I saw her twice a week, but now she can't even greet me. 
She can't even look me in the eye or even have a conversation. Everything's just become so weird all of the sudden. After the party, I texted her about it and reflected back and I realized she has been avoiding my calls and canceling plans for a couple of months now. We live 20 minutes apart, but I just kind of assumed that she was probably busy or something along those lines. But that's when I realized, no, that's not the case. The problem is me. She wants to avoid me. The thing about it that's the most infuriating is her husband has no idea. My parents also have no idea this is going on. Our mutual friends are even left in the dark on how things are happening. She talks to them about me like everything is fine. On group texts, she's always first to respond and tells people she will call them later. Like I said, I texted last week asking if there's a reason she's avoiding me and asking to connect and catch up in some way. But of course, I got no response from her. But our stepmom messages today on our group text and my sister has a really sweet message for her and says that she will chat with her later. It feels like she is rubbing it in my face that she is doing just fine, basically verifying that yeah, she's giving me the silent treatment. It's pretty petty and it's making me resent her like crazy, but I don't know what to do. Part of me wants to call my stepmom and ask for advice just so I don't feel so alone in this. My sister has also done this to our stepmom and my biological mom. She gets super hot and cold while putting on this I'm doing amazing front and I feel annoyed she is getting away with it this time at my expense. Like I'm giving her space but do I straight up call her out and say to her, look, I know you are straight up giving me the silent treatment. Should I involve other people and ask them if they know why she's ignoring me? I don't really know what to do or what I'm looking for. It's just all very frustrating and I'm kind of at a loss. I hate it when people give me the silent treatment. Nothing drives me more crazy than someone doing that. And it sounds like your sister does this anytime she doesn't get her way. She did this to your biological mom. She did this to your stepmom. This is her way of getting back at someone else. And it's just toxic. It's so uncalled for. And if anything, it's a reflection of how terrible she's acting and her own insecurities. But I do think there is a solid way of fighting the silent treatment, and that is to just completely ignore any of these petty attempts. Typically for silent treatment, in my opinion, it's used to get you to beg her to talk to you, just so she can ignore you as punishment. That's really what she's looking for in this situation, in my opinion. And if you don't give it to her, then guess what? That's her problem. If you just go about your life as if nothing's changed, that basically will then leave the ball in her court and basically place all the blame on her. So in my opinion, I don't think you should reach back out. I think you've already tried to reach out once. That was like, what, a week ago? And she has made the choice to ignore you, despite the fact that she is not busy and she's responding to group text messages. So I would not entertain begging for her attention and I would instead just move on and go about your life like normal because she's just being toxic and she just wants attention and you don't have to participate in this type of toxic game. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.